I'm sorry, guys. We have a we got a pet. Welcome to the Islanders. We have a lot to cover, so this one might be a little bit on the longer side. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm Nicole. This is Naomi. Yeah. We nice always to forget to introduce <laughs> we ourselves. We really do. <laughs> uh, yeah. This episode, we're actually decided to recap everything that we were missing. We're just missing one episode. That we were one episode behind. Mm-hmm. So, so we're, we're recapping up. episode six seven and eight of season three of love island australia yeah uh oh my god oh my god so much shit has gone down yeah <laughs> specifically on ep- on episode eight more than in the past two but i feel like in the in the past three episodes in general we've just seen some people change their minds and yes make up their minds and then change them again <laughs> it's a roller coaster yeah and now we know that Ronnie is a Libra, which explains a lot. Uh, yeah, man, and he... Mm, I don't know, because he, he said, down. well, you know, he said being a Libra, like, almost like a weakness. Like, oh, I'm so indecisive. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand him. But it's also like, stop wasting people's time. Yep. Mm. Okay, so we're going to start with episode six. Episode six starts with Jess being a little more open and like realizing that she still has a connection with Aaron, even though she's been like super focused on Taku, which is just so confusing because like, and this is what I'm saying about people constantly changing their minds because during the like for the past couple of episodes after they got recoupled and they were and Jess made it clear that she was interested in Taku and vice versa now all of a sudden she's like i feel like i called it off too quickly with aaron yeah she like no girl you gave him chances so i think she's a toby of this season yeah she's 100 percent the toby of this season toby was a guy from the last season of love island uk and he kept like changing his mind about certain girls yep he Going coupled back up with to the one same girl first ones. then a new one came in he went with her then another new one came in he went with the new one and then he was like actually mm, kind of mm, want to go back to an old one and like why yeah, a lot of back and forth which i understand but at the same time when you involve other people's feelings that's when it gets messy and we see a lot of that in this episode with not only with him i mean them but with other people with other couples so we're gonna discuss later i just nah it was right after the recoupling so i don't understand like you could have picked aaron if you had this like i don't know stop on how involved they were with each other Mm -hmm. because like from the get-go like as soon as they as tago realized that she was interested in him like that it's not like any of them how do I explain this? Like she was not necessarily leading him on, but she was still being very reciprocal about all the affection that Taco was giving her. Yes. Which if you're still interest, interested in someone else, but you have like Taco planning little dates and getting into a fight with fucking Aaron because of you mm-hmm. and all this other stuff for you to not say something up until you guys, like after you got recoupled, it's like, Taco could have invested this time with somebody else. Yeah. That's exactly. what pisses me off. Yeah. And was... I hate it with this whole like 
Aaron Taco and, and Jesse love triangle. So on episode six, Ari told, like she told on Jess, she was talking to Aaron yes. about what Jess was telling her. And this is what pisses me off. And that's why we're talking, uh, like me and Nicole saying that like, Ari is not really coming off as a girl's girl. She's not. You know what, like, gr I don't see why girls would trust her because she just keeps, like, whatever information you give her, if you're talking about tacos, then she's going to go to taco and tell her that you said that. Yeah, I think the issue here that I had was that everybody knew that Jess was, had feelings for Aaron before Taco knew about it. So it was like, he, he looks like a fool because... Everybody knows he has no idea. He's like, mm -hmm. oh, everything's perfect. Like exactly. we just recoupled, and she wasn't even mature enough. Like it, it had to spread out for someone to be like, hey, Jess, you should talk. You to, should probably talk yeah, to these people. You should probably yeah. talk to Taku instead and then, of just pretending that it's okay on both ends. Yeah, and then um, Jess finally talked to Taku, and she also talked to Aaron, and Aaron obviously as one does he was like holding back he's like i don't know if i can trust what you're saying right now because you said that the last time and all of a sudden you change your mind so how do i feel secure that you're really in, like with me now yeah and at the same time i feel like he was enjoying this whole like argument yeah. and then now the fact that taku's girl is back to him it's like you know that he's enjoying this because he's that kind of asshole <laughs> yeah and also she wasn't really clear when she spoke to taku because she was more of oh i want to be open mm -hmm. she didn't kind of specify she mentioned it but not too deep and then taku and aaron ended up talking and he said exactly what she said so then taku was like i'm a little confused because this is not what and she we're said talking about the fact that like 10 minutes before we see this scene where aaron and Je and taku were talking about jess You can see Jess and Taco on a couch when they were like super cuddly kissing and he's like, I'm super invested in this. And she was like, yeah, I really like you too. And then she just does not have the balls to just call it off right away, which piss really pisses me off. Yeah. And Taco said something that he, I think a lot of people feel the same way that no one should ever feel like they're a second choice. No, absolutely. You should never feel less than. So Taco did Everything he did, mind you, he went above and beyond compared to everyone yeah, this season. He's, he's the one like who's been super, above and super beyond. Detailed, like, and he was like, I feel less than. Like, she, I did all that and she still went back mm -hmm, to... To the shitty guy. Yeah, exactly. So, so he said, nice guys ultimately come last. Um, other stuff that happened on episode six. Yeah, besides that, then we get a new addition. We got a new girly. Her name is Emily. She's messy. She's a brunette. She's gorgeous. She, she was like second finalist in Miss uh, uh, Miss Universe Australia. Or yeah. well, I guess Miss Australia. She's stunning. So she came in like she was announced obviously by a text. And she picked Ronnie and Mitch to go on a date with. Mm -hmm. And Tina obviously was a little disappointed that... Mitch got picked, but it is what it is. Yeah, you know? and it came out that Mitch. Had yes, actually... as soon as she walked in there, he he was like, "Fuck!" I know this. Girl. I know this girl. Turns out, Mitch had slid in her DMs in the past, and what? <laughs> yep. And she even said, "I never 
I would never have a relationship based on someone that's yeah, based on my somebody DMs. that like slid in her. T- in so her the DMs. fact that they met up was kind of like meant to be. I know, in a way, in a way, in a way, because it feels a little forced at the same. We'll get, yes. we'll get to it. We'll get to it, guys. But yeah, so we got a new girl. She went on a date with two guys, and she's like super flirty. She actually had a little talk. Like after she went back to the villa, and everybody met her. She had a conversation with Taku because she said she was like, yes. she was, he was the one that she was the most interested in meeting because of the personality that we've all seen in the show. And she just thought that Ryan was like so gorgeous, which like, mm, don't see it, but okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they later play perfect pairs. So it's basically um, the couple's had to learn uh, I guess much information about each other and then they were gonna ask like questions I don't know if that makes sense so whoever had the most right answers right. yeah so one. like example uh somebody would ask a question about well let's say Nicole and I are coupled right now mm-hmm. so they would ask a question to Nicole and it has to be my answer yes um and then at the end the most couple co- compatible per- compatible couple was rachel and chris because they got the most correct answers um and then at the end of the episode we just ended with mitch and emily finally getting a chance to talk after their day and everything so then we move on to episode Episode seven seven okay i do i was very aware that tina's insecurities were starting to come out like from the beginning of episode seven Mm -hmm. um but seeing like after the I don't know. She just felt she was very insecure around Emily, mm-hmm. which obviously makes sense because I mean, I, like Tina is a gorgeous girl. She wa- she knew that a lot of the uh, like basically all the other girls based on that game that they played the day before. Yes. The one person like there was one of the questions is like if you were in, with your couple, who would you be with? Like who would your partner be with? Yeah. And all the girls picked Mitch, all of them, just because he's like. He's very handsome. He probably got money, <laughs> like, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. He's charming, blah, blah. And so Tina's already in a position where she's like, okay, every other person here likes him maybe as much as I do. And she hasn't had the best of luck when it comes to love in the show. You know, yeah. she was with Ronnie at first. She felt objectified with that whole thing. And then now she's just insecure that anybody's going to run, rob her man. And so she was starting to like, it was getting to the point that she was just like talking shit about Emily without even really knowing this girl Mm -hmm. just out of the sake of like making herself feel better. And I'm like, girl, we don't support that. I'm sorry. I know you're hurt, but I do not support that ever. (laughs) Yeah. This episode was about a lot of insecurities were showing left and right for many people. So first we have Taku confronting Jess Mm -hmm. after everything that happened and she, her attitude was not it. No, because I didn't she, like how she was reacted. saying how Taco was condescending for calling her for sweetie. For calling her sweetie, when you know he talks to he- to everybody like that. Yeah, and he was kind of expressing how he felt, and he was like, honestly, like th- this ain't happening. Like, let's just like break it up, yeah. whatever this is. And she immediately went outside. Was like, Aaron, do you want to sleep on the day bed with yep. me? Just because. Um, here's the thing. Part of me understands Jess because they're not boyfriend and girlfriend. They're getting to know each other. 
I like I said, I don't like the fact that she was letting him on, even though her eyes were really set on Aaron and yeah. her interest was like her interest is mostly for Aaron. But when Taco came and he was like lit- calmly talking to her, she was like, I am in my right to meet other people and I'm in my right to like entertain somebody else. I'm not doing anything wrong. And it's like, sure, you wouldn't be doing anything wrong if you knew that the that the feelings Taku has for you or that the connection that you have with him that you've led him to believe that you have with him isn't as strong. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, by the way, breaking news, we actually found out the name of the chicken that keeps showing up. The chicken has a name. Yeah, it's Jimmy. They call him Jimmy. And, uh, well, the narrator calls him Chris, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hum, Hans, yeah, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Get it? Get it? Uh-huh. It's so funny. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to see the, a picture of the chicken, go follow go us or, on Instagram. Go to Instagram, yeah. At the Islander pod. and everything. Yep. You'll see a photo <laughs> there. And then we had a very, I didn't see this coming. It was a whole Rachel, Chris situation. Rachel uh, confronted Chris about their relationship and how he she felt that he was ignoring like he was talking to everyone except for her and when he talked to her he felt like it was forced so Mm -hmm. i want to get your thoughts on that because i have thoughts okay so like what i think about that it's like well rachel thinks that chris isn't that into her because he doesn't treat her any more special than he treats every other girl in the villa that those are rachel's words which i don't i don't necessarily agree with you see him being because it's one thing to be friendly with people and it's one thing to be like flirty and have second intentions since the moment that guy walked into the door and he had the first conversation with rachel they've been like inseparable since then he has never said that he has his eyes for somebody else he's always been like keen on getting to know rachel and he's vocal about that like he's, he's not keeping it a secret his actions say that you know the way that like every time we see the the montages are like of like what they're doing throughout the day you always see them together talking what rachel says it's like that they're not (coughs) that she's always the one pulling him like grabbing him to chat that she's always the one wanting to hang out with him the most this and that and that he walked into the to the dressing room and he was like, oh, you guys all look so gorgeous. But he didn't give a comment or he didn't make a, comp- a compliment specifically to Rachel. Yes. And then that made her feel insecure. I understand everybody has their insecurities. And yeah. that has to be respected. And it's like, it's just something that you have to work on and you have to like grow from. You know what I mean? Just not everybody's there yet. Yeah. I And I just... I don't know. People are just different because like she's like she said it. She's just the type of person that needs that constant reminder and the reminder. Yeah. yeah, That like you are everything that I see in my eyes. I'm not interested in anybody else. This and that. But I think that the whole part of like him not being able to tell other they're his friends that are girls that he literally lives with 24 seven with. He can't tell them that they're pretty or he can't hang out with them. It's like no you i i personally don't agree with that and it's also like you guys live together i think it's if anything it's healthy to not be next to each other all the the time yeah because you will kind of get tired of each other yeah you do and i honestly i think and this is something for the first time i'm agreeing with aaron something he said this is his past insecurities, her past insecurities coming up yeah, 100%. right now. And she was just too harsh 
all of a sudden like obviously she was upset but she didn't even let him process everything like she kind of came out at him said everything and then she wasn't listening to him and he was like whoa but i'm not i understand that she has these insecurities but at the same time realistic realistic oh my god i can't speak what realistically is speaking <laughs> you you're not gonna have your boyfriend your sponsor as oh my god i can't speak okay. your partner let's go let's go take it from the i don't remember what i said before so you're gonna have to call that out okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're not gonna have your partner reassuring you 24 7 it's, it's just not, not gonna happen yeah. like there's gonna be days that as an individual you're gonna not feel like dealing with any yeah, of for, that first of all everybody needs a like personal space which you don't have at all here yeah in, in the villa you're here, being like watched for 24 7 yeah. yeah so i was just like you know her insecurities they're gonna destroy her future relationships she needs to be able to kind of have a like check herself sometimes like well maybe like don't don't be so harsh on him don't let your past relationship dictate your future absolutely and yeah no i was just gonna say like he didn't i didn't think that he did anything wrong i didn't notice anything until she brought it up and even she regretted it after and she apologized and then we move on to emily and mitch they had another conversation and in this conversation, I can really, really tell that they do have a lot of chemistry. Yeah. Emily and Mitch, like, he gets nervous with her. He gets so he nervous. He gets so nervous. Her. And that's Absolutely. when you know that... He, like, chokes on his words. He, like, doesn't really know what to say. He's just, like, laughing and looking up because he, like, doesn't... <laughs> and then after... Oh, and then after that, Mitch ended up meeting up with Tina. And he kind of said like told her what they what he talked about with emily but he lied to her he didn't say um because emily basically asked him oh if we were to recouple will you pick me or like would you like to be recoupled with me and he said yes and he told her he told tina we didn't talk about recoupling or anything which was a lie so she i think he did it to make her feel better yeah but at the same time, you're lying. You're, yeah, it's bullshit. And funny enough, after that, they played a game calling called One of Us is Lying. Nothing major happened after that during the game. But after the game, Ryan and Lexi got to go to the hideaway. Yes, they had a little couple moment. Yeah, because they won the game. So they were able to have that one-on-one moment. And so for the people who don't know the hideaway, I'm sorry. The hideaway yeah, is like a, a room separate in the villa that has their own private like patio and it's just a separate bedroom in one of the corners of the house so <laughs> i don't know if it's the same for for australia but the one in the uk like they have a bunch of there's like a lot of lingerie there's sex toys and which is like i don't know who's wild enough to try so much shit over on there national TV, international TV on at this point. Every corner of this wall. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they show a little, like, they don't show everything. No, they, they don't show everything. I'm just happy I'm not an editor for the show. Um, And then that's the end. That was the end of episode seven. And then we go into episode eight, which is the next morning after the hideaway. Yep. And then we find out that 
um, Ryan and Lexi had time to to talk, and they did not go all the way. No, they, they just got to second base. Yeah, Wait, but what? they got to second base. What second base? I never understood that. I don't know, but the home run, home run. They, it's the full fucking sure. But first base is what like make a kiss. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Where do you grab the boobs? Is that third base or second base? I don't know. <laughs> I, we don't speak like that in Spanish. I so know, I don't know what that... I, like, I'm I like, don't what know. What is this baseball shit? Like, so if you know, can you please let us know? Yeah, let us know because I'm not about to... I don't want that to be in my Google history. Yeah, send us a DM. <laughs> um, um, my notes for... Like, I start off episode eight and the first thing i wrote about it was even though emily said she was more interested in taco and ryan she has only paid attention to mitch which pisses me off because everyone knows taco is single so she could have gone for him before trying to steal mitch off of tina so quickly sure sure jen that's a lot <laughs> it is i mean it is i see your point but at the same time i didn't understand the whole ryan thing i was like he's like cute to look at not for me but like cute to look at but i think since the get-go she already quote-unquote knew mitch so yeah that connection was mitch. already there so then this whole episode surrounded by this whole truth bike game that they had to play so whoever gets on gets on the bike anybody can ask them questions and they had like a it was a horn and then the lit and the like a ring bell like a yeah bell. like a, it bell, was a bell yeah and a horn yeah on the bike and you can only answer yes or no questions and you're supposed to well only reply with yes or no and if they give you if somebody asks you like why or explain then you go more into that but it should supposed to be just yes or no yeah and we see some of the things that we got from this game was that Ryan thinks that Lexi and him, they're going to win the show. Mm -hmm. And I kind of see that. Like, I mean, it's I too early. It. I mean, I don't I don't like them that much, honestly, but whatever. Yeah, I am. Um, it's too early. Mm -hmm. um, and then Lexi got asked, who do she does she think is the least um, compatible, compatible couple. couple and she said rachel and chris which is crazy which is crazy but her reasoning was that they because of their argument that they had which she i think is not valid because in the real world you're gonna have those arguments exactly i feel like if anything i would i would trust or i would believe more in a couple that has been through some shit and they yep they still decide to choose each other yeah it's the same thing with faith and and teddy and teddy <laughs> When Corny got on the bike, things got also very oh, yeah. spicy. Corny has no filter. Love that bitch. Because she said that she doesn't believe Ari and Ronnie won't last. Mm -hmm. And she's also, somebody asked her, hmm, like, which relationship? I think it was like, which relationship she doesn't think is going to survive or, or something like that. Yeah. And she was very explicit uh, about the whole Tina, Mitch, and Emily yep. situation. Because she, I remember that she said that, like, everybody knows that Mitch's type, Emily is more Mitch's type mm -hmm. rather than Tina, which Mitch has said from the get-go, and, like, once they coupled up, like, when they got together or when they started getting to know each other, Mitch was very open about the fact that, like, Tina is not the, the type of girl that he would normally go for. Mm -hmm. And that's why he was, like, willing or slash excited to try something new mm -hmm. but then emily is like everything he wants yeah you know what i mean yeah. so it's a it's a shitty situation but the 
what I think about this whole like Mitch and Tina slash Emily triangle is like Tina and Mitch looked so hurt and they were just crying so much about the thought of being separated. Yeah. That it really made me think like, then why the fuck are you doing it? Like, you know what I mean? If you really have such strong feelings for someone that it physically hurts you to want to to have to feel like you're going to break up with them because somebody else might pick you, then you shouldn't have put yourself in that situation. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that because I. This was like a surprise that Mitch was not expecting. He was pretty much well, secure with Tina. He didn't think that Emily was going to show up, someone that he already... I think if they never met before, it wouldn't have been a problem. Like, That's yeah, true. they would have been, like, went on a date, but I don't think he would have pursued pursue her after As that. As intensely, yeah. So he's very confused because this is someone that he, outside this whole experience... And they live in the same city. He per- pursued this girl. And they so live now in the he's same like, city like, entre la roca y la pared. Like, he's not he doesn't know what to do because he cares so much for Tina. But at the same time, just like Emily said, at the end of the day, you had to make, you're supposed to be making decisions for yourself. Yeah. So that's why he's having such a hard time because he doesn't really, I don't think he really knows. Thank God it wasn't his decision mm-hmm. to pick like who, cause that would have been so awful yeah, for I him. No like he was he already done. a mess. So whatever he get, he gets on the bike mm-hmm. and, People are grilling him with the questions. Oh, my God. He was, like, the worst. Like, yeah. He got the worst questions, 100%. Somebody asked him if he found... Which was a fucking shitty question. That is a really... Sh- that, is, that was a shit question. If he thought that Emily was more attractive than Tina. That was an... And Aaron... Aaron fucking asked, asked that question. Of course. And he was very it. honest. And he said... And he said it at the beginning. You know, Tina is not someone that I'm... Will ca- catch my eye... Ca- yeah, catch my I can't speak today. So Tina isn't someone that will catch my eye right away. Uh-huh. And he said that to her, but surprisingly they ended up working it out. Yeah. So he was like, obviously I feel Yeah, he was Emily just, he just gave attractive. his honest answer and he was like, Yeah, I mean physically he's more attracted to Emily. Yeah. But they did ask him something about like if he had to choose or something, who would he pick? And I'm pretty sure he said tina just out of the fact that like he's known tina for longer and they've actually like built something yeah rather than like emily there it's just so early yeah so tell if it's something that's gonna work or not yeah you know um and then after the game he ended up having that this conversation with tina and she was oh my god it was heartbreaking they were both crying that was so heartbreaking and she's just honestly like i won't make you cry sobbing and She's been very open with him. And she also knows that he's also struggling. Like, they're both Mm -hmm. struggling. This is why I think they do do care for each other. Yeah, they definitely do. Because they're suffering this way more than... Yeah, I don't see... I feel like the other only couple that would get this hurt would be, like, Chris and Rachel. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, so the it's nighttime mm-hmm. and they get a text and basically says that the guys are obviously the guys are picking their recoupling but since emily's a new addition she gets to pick first so she picks her couple and then so the she's she's so we already seen like after we got the text 
hell got loose. Like, yeah. Ryan, I mean, not Ryan. What's his name? Mitch is crying in one yeah, side. Yeah, he immediately just, Freaking, like, started crying. Um, Emily was, like, crying, too. Yeah. Freaking Tina is crying. Tina's like, I need a whole... Everybody's never, fucking crying. At least it's her. not raining for the first time. Yeah, for the first fucking time, it's not raining. That would have been more sad. Yeah, and then, obviously, Emily picked first, and she went on this whole spill, and she said, honestly, although this hurts, I don't want to hurt anyone, but at the end of the day, I have to do what's best for me Mm -hmm. and stop thinking about everyone else absolutely so she ended up picking mitch obviously yeah and again tina's crying emily's crying mitch is fucking crying too like he's sobbing and then we saw they continue the recoupling now the guys are picking so aaron ended up picking jess yep chris obviously went with rachel ryan picked lexi ronnie ended up kind of twisting things around and went for Ari. Yeah, which I actually saw coming because of the whole flirting thing and I didn't honestly I don't see him and freaking and Courtney, Courtney together out. honestly. They're very like, different. The, I They're don't very know. Very different people. And then Taku was the last one to choose and he again out of saving He's a people. king. Yeah, he's a king. He's a fucking king because He saved Tina. Yeah, he saved Tina because he said everybody deserves another chance in love. Uh in love and mm-hmm. she had it like hard yeah which is a shitty situation for courtney even though she ended up not getting kicked like she's not going home tonight which is good. plot twist but yeah plot twist the host walked in and she was like i have a few surprises and she told courtney that like she's not going home yet which makes me but she did say that right now we have 13 people in the villa and, and tw- next by the end of the night or something there will be 12 yeah and then so the episode ended and i screamed and broke the tv the f- the reason why corny stayed was because australia voted and mm-hmm. she's one of the three people i think is what she said yeah that the the viewers want her to find love so mm-hmm. they saved her um so i think what's happening is that we're going to see who's who favorite. Yeah, one. people are voting. So now we're going to see who people voted, like, their favorite. And then who's going to who get, yeah. get kicked out. Um, and then one last thing before we wrap it up. We need to talk about Ryan's shorts. Oh, my fucking God. When I tell you. That deserved. I needed a We screamed. I needed we're going to. There's going to be a photo on Instagram. Make sure you find that freaking photo. Think about the worst fashion decision you could ever make. And then do that. Make it worse and then do it again. That's Ryan in those shorts. <laughs> I think they're jean shorts. And they're not listen guys. You know, I I I love a good short. I love a good denim. Fuck it. I love a good denim short. But the way that this looked on Ryan It was rough. I would t- I would call the police immediately. <laughs> we had to rewind because date. I couldn't believe. <laughs> no, like what? I literally paused it. Like, what I, is whoa, that? Whoa, whoa, what was that? Okay, so imagine you take some skinny jeans and cut them up your thigh. Yes, that's literally what it was. Above, like short shorts, short for shorts for men. I think it would be worse if they were like capris, though. <laughs> <laughs> Today's Sunday, tomorrow and Tuesday's episode, you're going to listen to it on Wednesday. Yes. And then Thursday and then Wednesday and Thursday's episodes, you're going to get the podcast for that over the weekend. Exactly. We have a deal. Okay, bitch. Sorry, that was so rude. Uh, We have a deal? Okay. What?
don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Islanders Pod. It, it, and if you ever wanna, if you have any suggestions, if you just wanna talk to us, my phone number is. <laughs> um, yeah, call her. We have a Gmail account. Uh, an email. G- Gmail. We have an email account. You can send us an email at the Islanders Pod at Gmail dot com. The Islanders Pod at Gmail dot com. And. Yeah, find us on our on our Instagram. Let us know what you think of the show. Are you like as invested in this as we are? Because I hope you are. Yeah, <laughs> we're giving it it or all. Yeah, we're giving it all or all. Okay, thanks for listening. Thank you. See ya. Bye.